Hello and welcome to Efficiency Rocks, a podcast for anyone looking to make their home more organized, increase their self-sufficiency, save money, and still have energy for the things you love. I'm your host, Roxanne. I work a full-time job, and just like you, I want to enjoy a well-kept home, engage social life, and focus on my health and wellness. So I'm bringing you what I've learned, and I'm still learning, to help all of us keep life flowing and efficient. Let's get started. Hey y'all. So I love a good lecture about budgets and I also love getting good deals and hitting good sales. Budgeting tutorials give great advice on thinking about how much to spend on different categories of your life while taking into account cost of living in your area and the size of your household. However, I think they generally do a less great job of helping you get used to spending as a habit. Spending money can be a habit like any other, and like many habits, also serves an essential life function. For example, you have to eat to live, but you can also have eating habits that don't necessarily help you live well. There are ways in which we spend money in order to live, like paying for utilities and food or the materials needed to grow food. However, we can have spending habits that don't help us to live well. And here's what I think a lot of popular budgeting advice misses. It's the need to understand what might be habitualized spending at this point in your life. For some, Spending habits would actually need to be rewritten in our brains, just like any other habit that we would like to form or reform in order for them to stick and for real change to happen. So in today's episode, I am suggesting a few habit formation related approaches to making incremental changes to how you spend money. And I'm going to specifically actually use groceries as an example of spending because I think it's the most straightforward one to interpret. But what I outline here can be applicable to many forms of spending. Now, when I say groceries, I really mean stuff from a grocery store and or your farmer's market. I will not be talking about eating out and spending money there because while that's obviously related, Uh, it's all food, that should be approached in a different way. And we can have a completely different conversation about eating out habits or spending habits as it relates to eating out in a different episode. So we are strictly looking at grocery store spending habits here. Our approach is going to be multi-phased. I love phases in case you have not noticed. Um, So first we're going to spend two weeks tracking how much you spend on groceries. Do not change your habits because you're watching. Um, That can definitely be a tendency, but you don't want to do that. You just want to track what you're spending without any judgment for two solid weeks. Then you're going to continue tracking your expenses for the next two weeks but you're also 
going to start paying attention to the costs of each item you're purchasing at the store. And you're going to pay attention to using what you have before you buy it. So a couple of things we're, we're going to really hone in on over the following two weeks. Comparing different brands of items at the grocery store and the per unit cost by size. Ask yourself which is the better option, but also pay attention to are you going to get through it before it goes bad? It can be tempting, especially um, from a convenience factor, to spend more money going to the grocery store once a week to save yourself time. But with perishable items, especially delicate perishable items like produce, if you can't get through all of that in one week, you shouldn't be buying it. And it's probably worth your time to stop at the grocery store twice in order to not have that additional food waste. In addition to buying too much, it's buying things you don't need because you already have them. So start paying attention to that. Do you already have half a gallon of milk and do you really need to get a whole nother gallon this week? Okay. After two weeks of that, it's time to make some lists and some hard decisions. So by now you have four weeks of expense tracking and you have hopefully two different amounts that you spent over the course of those two weeks. You have your first two weeks where you were not changing anything. You were just watching to understand how much you spend and establish your baseline. Then the next two weeks, you started paying attention. You started buying only what you needed, buying as much as you needed, and making some different choices about brands and unit size. Now, you're going to decide on the things you need to start putting some different limits on. Are you spending too much on conveniently packaged foods? Do you waste the fancy lettuce every time you buy it because you don't actually like it? Have you bought triplicates of every spice you could ever use? Are you actually okay with how much you spend on pre-sliced fruits and vegetables? Or do you have the time to do it yourself? Do you have too many similar items? For example, do you have three kinds of olive oil, but you generally reach for one in particular all the time? Are there generic brands of items that are the exact same quality? Now, there are times when generic uh, brands of certain items really aren't the same. But there are other times when they are exactly the same. And your name brand item, which has paid for more packaging, more color on their packaging, and more advertising, it costs less. You are paying for all of that extra fluff, basically. That has nothing to do with the quality of the product itself. Are there things that you actually buy a lot of, and therefore you should be buying in bulk so you have lower per unit prices? Grains, legumes, and um, like pastas are a really good example of this. If your family goes through a lot of that, and so you find that you are buying 
multiple, multiple smaller packages of those items, consider getting a larger amount in the first place, something that comes in a larger container in the first place. I think rice is a really easy example because if you go to buy rice, you'll often see that there is a one pound package, a two and a half pound package, and a five pound package. And then if you're going to a store that carries it, the 15 and up pounds. If you are realizing that you have been buying a one pound package of rice at, I don't know, 30 cents a pound for the past four weeks, you might consider going ahead and getting the five pound package, which might cost more like 25 cents a pound. So keep an eye out for those things. Think um, spices, grains, nuts, pastas, flours. Okay, now we're going to spend two more weeks practicing what we've decided are our most cost-inducing habits. Waste and paying for packaging and brand are likely going to be your biggest culprits. So now it's time to make calculated decisions. You made those lists and you made some uh, notations of what you need to do and what you notice your habits are. Now it's time to really put it into practice for two weeks, paying attention to what you buy at the store and planning your usage of those items. Track and compare. Celebrate your wins. Do something meaningful with your cost savings. Are you putting it towards your new car fund? Are you putting it into a savings account with a good interest rate? All of the above, right? But make sure you're still tracking. Just because you spent the first few weeks paying attention and now you've made some rules for yourself, if you don't continue to track your progress, there's a good chance you're going to slip back into old habits. And this is where more of that habit formation consciousness comes in. Keep paying attention. We tend to cheat. People tend to underestimate how much they spend by actually quite a bit. So make sure that you are really truly paying attention and on paper writing it down how much you're spending. And while you're at the store, keep practicing what you said you were going to do. Keep making those different choices at your grocery store, as well as paying attention to how you are consuming it. Spend the next month continuing to build your habit and continuing to celebrate your wins. You are just going to work on your spending habits and in some regard, your usage habits. Notice that we haven't actually talked about meal prepping yet because it's something, if it's something that you don't already do, you're likely going to feel like this is too much and get bogged down. So get the spending habit under control, the tracking, and, and spending I would categorize in the same as wasting products, okay? Those are, you're spending more because you're wasting more, right? So waste and spending go hand in hand. So get your spending habit under control, keep tracking, and keep celebrating your wins. If at the end of the month you feel really good, you didn't have more than a couple of splurges, then you can start using the batch cooking, meal prepping, buying more items in bulk, and shopping at sales. That's all icing on the cake. The first habit to get into 
and get really established is controlling your spending. Those other things help take that even further, but they're not the best place to actually start. You've got to start with this awareness first and make sure that you're establishing your baseline, essentially. Then you can start optimizing to save even more money. But that's for another episode, which I'll cover soon. All right, friends, that is it for today's episode. Hopefully what you're coming to understand here is that spending money has habitual components and that changing those habits really hinges on you being aware of what your habits are and making conscious decisions to change them. This takes time, and that is why I have broken this out into different multi-week phases, because I think where people really get bogged down is trying to go from spending some amount of money and then saying, I'm going to cut that amount in half starting next week. And you don't really know where to go from there. And you experience that rebellion that you can experience in many other habits, right? As soon as you say, I'm going to drink less alcohol, somebody's birthday party pops up and we feel really bad the next day. So this approach is similar in terms of anchoring itself in habit formation and awareness of those habits and then easing into and making incremental changes until you reach your spending goals or maybe more accurately your savings goals in this case because we are likely talking about spending less money and or spending our money more wisely. In part two of this food budgeting series, I'm going to go a little bit more in depth to money saving strategies at the grocery store itself. But I will advise you again that you don't want to get yourself overwhelmed with those strategies too soon. So make sure you're locked into the habit piece of spending and the consciousness and the awareness and some key decisions about how you want to spend your money before you get in too deep with more strategies and just like too many things and information overload. If you enjoyed today's ideas, first off, stick around because next week I will be bringing part two of this food budgeting series. And then please subscribe and share this podcast with a friend to ensure you don't miss upcoming episodes where I will continue to share more tips and tricks every Wednesday to help manage this thing we call life. You can find more content on Instagram at Efficiency Rocks, spelled R-O-X. This has been Roxanne with Efficiency Rocks. I'll catch you in the next one.